0: looking to hear the insider stories in government business, that intel that will help you win and help you keep winning, then you're in the right place. We've got the insider stories, aka the tea. This is Afternoon Tea. I'm being joined today by Joe Salgado from Red Team Consulting. Joe is a professionally trained capture and proposal professional with over 20 years of federal contracting experience. With his diverse background, Joe has successfully run technical sales and engineering organizations, as well as complex capture efforts and large multi-billion dollar proposal engagements. He's managed annual sales of over $300 million and captured over $30 billion in federal contracts. So, Joe, thank you so much for joining us today, and I'm so excited to hear about all of the opportunities that we want to focus on. But today, we'll be talking a little bit about looking forward into twenty twenty three and the opportunities that people should have on their radar screen and one opportunity in particular, NASA Soup six, uh, that I'd really like to dive into. So Joe, what are the opportunities that people should have on the radar screen for twenty twenty three?
1: Well, it's been an interesting few years. The last few years you can look at it and you can say that 2020 was the year of CIOS before. 2021 was also when that was competed and then we were looking forward to Polaris and uh, 2022 we competed with Polaris and now everybody's looking forward to competing Oasis Plus uh, and Alliant 3 in 2023. But uh, really the one that I'm interested in right now, if I have my capture hat on, is uh, the NASA soup stick uh, procurement that's going to be coming out probably in 2024, but it's uh, beginning to ramp up now. Um, and it's going to be something that I think all government contractors are going to be interested in in some form or fashion.
0: So, Joe, soup, it was always a commodities buy. Why the interest? Why the excitement? Why are you... Um, focused and having industry members focused on this particular opportunity.
1: So, yeah, and you are correct. It has always been a product or resource contract. And I'm going to use that word resource a lot here, and I'll explain why in a second. Boop has been around for, it'll be 30 years in 2023. And, um, so it started in 1993 when an IT product cost around $5,000 for a laptop, um, for those of us who remember. And, um, they, uh, were, and it was servers, storage, um, and, uh, PCs and laptops at that time, um, printers and, and the like. The way that NASA approached, uh, soup was to pretty much create what I like to call the Amazon of federal contracts. Um, They really looked at the challenges of adding IT products, and the challenge of adding IT products to a a federal contract is that a federal contract addition process, they go kind of slowly. Um, It can take months to actually add a product to a GSA schedule. So NASA really looked at that issue and said, we need to figure out how to streamline this because IT moves too quickly for us to wait months for a, a customer to get a product onto a contract. So they have actually streamlined that and created a system that actually adds them within hours. Um, you can, add, if you are a new vendor, you can be added within hours. Um, there are 200 awardees on the current 5 contract that is currently out there and ends in 2025. The contracting office can handle thousands of orders during peak periods. So during September timeframes, um, they handle thousands of orders and they their entire, it is a government-wide acquisition contractor, GWAC as we like to call them. And they are, uh, they can handle thousands of orders um, and the entire federal government, Buys from this contract. So in September of 2022, 20, uh, uh, I think late September, they hit $50 billion in revenue just for the soup five contract. So that is a massive amount of spend that is going through this contract for products and resources. Um, The reason I say resources is that in 1993, when one of the most important things was shipping times. So how long does it take to get a uh, computer from an original equipment manufacturer or OEM to an actual customer? Now we are talking about different items at this point. We're talking about the cloud. We're talking about thin clients. We're talking about uh, resources that can be downloaded in terms of software from uh, the web. So shipping is less important. It's still important, but it's now resources. So computing power, storage in the cloud, all of these things that aren't passing title in terms of a piece of equipment is getting to a loading dock. These things can be turned on instantaneously. But there is an important situation that happens with these resources. Somebody has to manage them, and there's services that are around them. So that's where uh, it's interesting where th- we are seeing another evolution of this type of contract, because in the past, we always had a separation of church and state. For every product contract, there was a uh, – and there still is – a simultaneous service contract. So think CIO FP4 has CIO CF, which is the product contract. ITES four H has ITES four f Separate contract to manage. But now that we have these resources that are virtual, customers are looking more for more efficiency where these things are combined. And I'm very interested to hear what NASA has to say about This new soup six because they are using the word services more than they ever had before. There's always been ancillary services, but I believe this will be more um, holistic as we see uh, what they have to say in November.
0: And that's why government contractors have to be paying attention to this.
1: (laughs) Yes, I think uh, all government contractors in some way, shape or form, whether you're a prime contractor or whether you're a subcontractor for six, six needs to pay attention to this. As I said, 50 billion dollars makes everybody pay attention. But this contract could be a, a different type of contract and it could be a for uh, a harbinger of what's going to come next in federal contracting. Um, most other product contracts have modeled themselves after soup since soup uh, figured out how to uh, uh, be a little bit quicker to market with uh, their products. So if they figure out the service side on top of that, the system administrators, the people that are doing web development and they can provide that. With the actual cloud resource, because if you think about AWS, Microsoft, Google Cloud, all of those original equipment manufacturers or OEMs have worked through the existing channel that existed for product. So most of those products are on a soup or on a CIOCS or Other areas you're seeing GSA ascend, try to figure out how to meld this together. Also, you're seeing DHS come out with a cloud contract where they're trying to figure out how to meld this because they all realize separating the resource from the actual work to be done on that resource is not efficient. If soup figures this out, which I believe they always have been able to figure this out in the best way, that's most palatable to most customers, and most customers are very familiar with soup, it could be a very important contract. Soup 6 could be uh, the the future of uh, this type of contract.
0: Excellent, Joe. So what should potential offerers be doing to prepare for Soup 6?
1: Great question. Um, the Reverse Industry Day um, has been announced for November 15th uh, for the local area. Um, you can register online. Uh, it's uh, also on FBO. Uh, there is a registration on there. And then there will be a West Coast swing of this Reverse Industry Day. And this is where uh, the NASA, uh, the soup office is going to come. And they are asking industry, for recommendations on what to do on uh, several uh, topics, which includes small business participation, because soup has always had a very large uh, small business participation, but there has been some changes to NAICS codes and uh, what they call a non-manufacturable. And when it comes to this, there are some challenges that uh, NASA faces in terms of getting uh, what has traditionally been and I'm going to be very careful with the way I put this. Uh, there have been uh, small businesses on soup are high revenue uh, resellers, but it's low margin resellers. So it's not necessarily a large business and the fact that they are garnering massive profits with these sales. They are doing very low margin business. So um, next, uh, the next codes uh, are more about employee sizes than they are about uh, revenues. So there are some challenges in terms of melding these two together when it comes to how they will determine what a small business is or isn't. So there are some things that they're looking at for that, as well as uh, the scope of the technology products, they have always evolved their, uh, the way that they bid this. And one big point, and, uh, no pun intended when I say this, this will probably not be a point-based, uh, solicitation. So <laughs> we will be going back to writing. <laughs> and, uh, we will be talking about our management. And we will, uh, you will need to have technical writers, uh, because you will be talking about technology. So there are some things uh, that you could be doing to look at the old RFPs and figure out, okay, what, uh, what is it? What is the, uh, the format of the way that NASA runs this uh, procurement? Um, so you can very, they have not changed that format across uh, all of the different soup contracts. So you know, there will be some similarity to that is what I'm expecting. So there will be um, some writing involved. There will be some sourcing involved in terms of finding product to meet the specifications. And there will be some back and forth on questions because with any product contract, uh, you will see uh, a lot of technical questions going back and forth. Um, you would probably also want to talk to currency five holders. Um, to understand what it means to be a soup contract hold. Um, and it is a very specific type of business because as I mentioned, you could be talking about hundreds, if not thousands, of orders in the last two weeks of September. So does your infrastructure allow for handling that? It's not something that every um when it look when you look at the resellers uh Yes, they might have a few hundred employees, but some some of those employees, half of those employees might actually be the order management or order fulfillment group uh just to take in the orders as well as invoice the orders. Um, there is a lot of work that goes into doing that. So you've got to start thinking about, OK, what is it? What does it mean to do that? Um, and with all of these UX, I always tell anybody who's bidding that any company that's bidding these is you look at it as a Chick Fil A. In terms of you are a franchise of these contracts. Um, you just as if you were starting a Chick Fil A in a certain area, do you have the marketplace? Do you have the customers that you need to do this? Uh, you can win one of these and not drive any business through it. Uh, There are dormant contracts that exist for CISP4 or CISP3 as well as SUP. It is a situation where you will have to have the infrastructure that you need to drive the business through that. So um, in some cases, that means signing new agreements with OEM that you probably haven't worked with before, but you have to have them. you, uh, if you are going to be a valid soup holder, you have to be able to compete against those other 200 contracts and have the offering that they have. So really talking to soup five holders would be a very strong thing to understand, um, just exactly how the contract runs, um, and whether you have the infrastructure necessary to actually go after it.
0: Excellent, Joe. Thank you so much. And I know that you'll be attending the reverse industry day on November 17th. Definitely. And then following that, we will have a smaller event, just a webinar, so that we can report out um, with you um, chat more about what I think that's
1: heard. on November 17th, right?
0: Exactly. I'm sorry. Ours, the, yeah. Exactly. The reverse industry day is on the 15th, and then the um, follow-up will be on November 17th. So that we can really dive in to, to hear, to get your perspective, hear what they talked about, those kinds of things that contractors again need to do to prepare, uh, things that may have come out, um, that are, um, something that you didn't expect or others didn't expect. And certainly Joanne, the director, she's very innovative. She is always pushing the envelope. She's listening to industry. She is engaging Definitely. and has for years. Can you give us a little perspective there as well?
1: Uh, yeah, and that is, uh, it's a great point. Joanne Moitek has been, uh, in charge of this contract since the 93 iteration. And, and, she, and, and having that continuity has really driven, uh, what, uh, driven the success of the contract. And I think she's uh, innovative in so many different ways. Um, and when I think of the word best in class, soup is right up there in terms of, uh, getting that uh, nomenclature uh, because it is something that um, I, my background was as I did work in a product company when I started out at the age of 23 and um, we were a soup holder and it was a situation where it, in terms of all of the salespeople, we all looked at it and said, this is so much easier than anything else to sell off of uh, because it it made our customers happy um that's the simplest way of putting it customer satisfaction is usually the uh is the best outcome of any type of sales operation and uh, with soup, we could get the products onto the contract as quickly as possible, get them to our customers as quickly as possible, close the transaction as quickly as possible. And that is what uh, Joanne has been driving for. Um, and she looks at metrics and she figures out and she figures out what the problem is going to be before that problem hits and has a solution for it. Um, and I see her doing that again, even with soup six in terms of she's looking forward. And not just reiterating what has done in the past and saying, okay, what's the next big thing? And I've, I've been watching the resource slash service issue, uh, both as a capture manager at a uh, small business who was a cloud company, as well as as a consultant and seeing something's not working right here because we've got a customer satisfaction issue. So I see Joanne really addressing that again.
0: That's great, Joe. Joe, thank you so much for your time. We're looking forward to re-engaging on November 17th following the industry day and uh, looking forward to talking to you more about it.
1: Sounds great. Good talking to you too, Susan.
0: Thank you for joining us for Afternoon Tea, a federal health IT production. If you have questions, input, or suggestions for upcoming shows, email us at afternoontea at g2exchange.com.